In episode 23, you will be learning about your most important asset, why salesmen lose business, and has Vista been cracked? All coming up in this episode of the Taylor Merrick Podcast, sponsored by GoDaddy.com. Welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the three-in-one podcast on finances, business, and technology. Podcasting to you from the studios of TaylorMerrick.com, located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Taylor Merrick Podcast. Glad you're here and you're listening. Hey, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas about anything mentioned during the show, past, present, or future, or if you just have a question in general about what has been discussed, call our toll-free line, one 866 TMP2860. You can also email me, taylor at taylormerrick.com. Don't forget about the forums and the chat room, both available at the taylormerrick.com website with buttons for each one of them. If you want to go to the forums, click on forum. If you want to go to the chat room, click on chat. Also, I'd encourage you to sign up for updates via email, and that form is found on the taylormerrick.com website. Don't forget about the goal to raise $70 for new sound effects for the Taylor Merrick Podcast. And also, if you want to be able to listen to the Taylor Merrick Podcast on your phone, simply dial 1-831-480-3979. And the latest episode will be streamed to you over your phone. In episode 23, which has been sponsored by GoDaddy.com, you will be learning about your most important asset for finances, the biggest reason why salesmen lose business for business, and has Vista been cracked for technology? I started catering as a side business. And of course I wanted to succeed, so I got a domain name and a website from GoDaddy.com. I registered Ansolites.com. Just buy any other hot internet product and your .com is just $1.99. I worried that getting set up on the internet would be difficult. But GoDaddy made it a cinch. Thanks to my .com name from GoDaddy, my business is smoking! Right now, when you buy any other of GoDaddy's hot internet products, you get your .com for just $1.99. Plus, enter code POD11 when you check out and save 10% on your web hosting order. Just go to www.godaddy.com. <laughs> it's okay. It's smoked turkey. It's supposed to be like that. Okay, get into finances. Your most important asset. Remember I left you last week with... What is your most important asset? And I give you a hint. It's right between your eyes. Well, it make more sense if I said between your ears. But your most important asset 
is your brain. Your brain is working for you all the time, 24-7, always coming up with creative ideas, fresh ideas, new ideas that can make you money in business, in stocks, in any area of the financial realm. Now, with your brain, you have to train it to learn how to know whether this is a good idea or a bad idea. If you're feeling sort of edgy or uneasy or if you've talked to other people about your idea and they don't really think it'll be a good idea, well, look into it and find out if it is a good idea or not. If it isn't, then just simply drop the idea. Don't go try to push it ahead because you'll run into more problems than need be. But if it is a good idea, find a mentor, find somebody who can help you develop this idea into something that can make you money. If you have an idea, say, well actually this recently came up in our household, about how can we get handymen, contractors, in a group, a directory, and submit it out to people, sort of like uh, everycontractor.com, but it would be only the business would have to pay for it to be listed, and we would go advertise in billboard, newspaper, online, all the other advertising places. The person, consumer, the person who wants work done does not have to pay a dime. They come in and they pay absolutely nothing. They look at who they want. They find ratings because the customer will be able to rate the companies on a job that has been done and whether the company is in uh, BBB, whether it's licensed or bonded or insured, all that will be displayed. Basically a idea service for consumers looking for somebody to remodel or repair or do something with their home. And we got into that idea and it actually looked like a very viable business. So that is our next step. We are looking into analyzing the costs. Will this be a profitable venture or not? If it is, next step is we will start putting it into action and see how well it goes from there. That's just one example of a good idea that has been verified by looking around in other sources and asking other people. Most important asset is your brain, your ideas. Nobody can take that asset away from you no matter how much they want to. It's your brain, it's your asset, your ideas, and you can profit from them. If you think there's an idea that's viable enough, profitable enough, that will make you money, go ahead, try, go for it. Just make sure that you are taking, well, not you're not gambling. You don't want to be gambling and losing out. You want to take a calculated risk and see if it pays out or not. But before you jump into it, you want to see, is this something that will make me money and ask other people to, other people knowledgeable in that field to see if it will be a good idea or not. But that is some of the examples of what you can do with your brain, your most important asset. If you have any further questions on this, feel free to call toll-free 1-866-TMP-2860. And for you listeners outside of the U.S., feel free to email me anytime, taylor at 
TaylorMerrick.com, or you can also simply go to the TaylorMerrick.com website and click on the contact me and you can send an email directly to my inbox. I will read it and I will respond and reply back to you. That will wrap it up for finances portion and we will be right back with business. This podcast is proudly listed at the best podcasting directory on the internet, podcastpickle.com. We now return you to your regularly scheduled download, already in progress. This podcast is part of the Blueberry Network. You can find this and other fine podcasts at blueberry.com. That's blueberry without the E's. Okay, now for business... The biggest reason why salesmen lose business. Are you wondering what it is? Any ideas? Well, Frank Betcher has nailed it right on the head, and this is what he says. Back in the days Mark Twain was piloting boats up and down the Mississippi, the Rock Island Railroad decided to build a bridge across that great span between Rock Island, Illinois, and Davenport, Iowa. The steamboat companies were enjoying a great and prosperous commerce. Wheat, cured meats, and a few surplus products, which our early settlers were able to produce, were trekked to the Mississippi by ox teams and high-wheeled wagons then shipped down the river. The steamboat owners looked upon their rights of transportation on the river as jealousy as if they were God-given. Fearing serious competition if the railroad succeeded in building the bridge, they entered an injunction in the courts to prevent its construction. Result? A big lawsuit. The wealthy steamboat owners hired Judge Weed, the best-known river lawyer in the States. This case became one of the most important in the history of transportation. On the closing day of the trial, the courthouse was jammed to capacity. Judge Weed, making his final talk to the court, held the crowd spellbound for two hours. He even hinted of a dissolution of the Union by reason of this fierce controversy. At the close of his oration, loud applause could be heard across the courthouse grounds. When the lawyer for the Rock Island Railroad rose to speak, the audience felt sorry for him. Did he talk two hours? No. One minute. Here's substantially what he said. First, I want to congratulate my opponent upon his wonderful oration. I have never heard a finer speech. But gentlemen of the jury, Judge Weed has obscured the main issue. After all, the demands of those who travel from east to west are no less important than the ho those who navigate up and down the river. The only question for you to decide is whether man has more right tr to travel up and down the river than he has to cross the river. Then he sat down. It didn't take the jury long to reach a decision. A decision in favor of this poorly dressed, long, lanky, obscure country lawyer. His name? was Abraham Lincoln. I am a great admirer of Abraham Lincoln and one reason I am is because he came to the point so quickly. He was a master of brevity. He made the most famous address in the history of the world. The man who preceded him to the platform spoke for two hours. Then Lincoln spoke for exactly two minutes. Nobody remembers what Edward Everett said but Abraham Lincoln's Gettysburg address will live forever. 
Everett's opinion of a speech Lincoln delivered was written in a note to Lincoln the next day. It was more than courtesy. I should be glad if I could flatter myself that I came as near to the central idea of the occasion in two hours as you did in two minutes. Years ago I had the rare privilege of meeting and getting acquainted with James Howard Bridge, author and lecturer who, as a young man, had been confidential secretary to Herbert Spencer, the great English philosopher. He told me that Herbert Spencer had a hair-triggered temper, that at the boarding house in London, where Spencer lived, there was frequently a great deal of inconsequential chatter at the table. Spencer determined to outsmart his friends who talked too long. He invented ear pads similar to those now commonly used in zero weather. When the talk became touring, he ended it for himself by taking out the pads from his coattail pocket and slipping them on. Overtalking is one of the worst of all social faults. If you have it, your best friend won't tell you, but he'll dodge you. I'm writing on this subject because this very fault has been a one of the biggest fights in my life. Lord knows, if there was ever a man who talked too much, it was this guy, Frank Betcher. One of my best friends took me aside one time and said, Frank, I can't ask you a question without your taking 15 minutes to answer it when it should only take one sentence. But the thing that really shook me awake was the time I was interviewing a busy executive and he said, come to the point, never mind all those details. He didn't care anything about the arithmetic. He wanted the answer. I got to thinking about the sales I had probably lost, the friends I had bored, and the time I had lost. I was so impressed with the importance of learning to be brief that I asked my wife to hold up her finger whenever I got off the beam. I tried to avoid details as I would avoid a rattlesnake. Finally, as the months went by, I learned to talk less, but it is still a battle. In fact, I expect to keep on fighting that battle as long as I live. Just the other day, I found myself talking for a quarter of an hour after I had said everything, simply because I was so full of desire of talking. How are your terminal facilities? Do you ever get wound up and can't stop? Do you ever catch yourself going into too much detail? Whenever you become conscious of talking too long, stop. Set off the alarm clock on yourself. If your listener doesn't insist on your finishing, then you know you've been dragging it out. A salesman cannot know too much, but he can talk too much. General Electric's Vice President Harry Ehrlicher, one of the biggest buyers in the world, says, At a recent meeting of purchasing agents, we took a vote to find out the biggest reason why salesmen lose business. It is very significant, the vote was 3 to 1, that salesmen talk too much. I can tell you how I cut my telephone conversations in half. Before I call a man, I make up a list of things I want to talk about. Then I call him up and say, I know you're busy. There are just four things I want to take up with you, and I'll do it one at a time. One, two, three, four. When I finish number four, he knows the conversation is about over and that I am ready to hang up after he's answered me. And I end my conversation right there with, all right, thanks so much, and hang up. I don't mean we should be abrupt. We quickly resent the person who is abrupt, but we admire the person who is brief and to the point. That great writer of Genesis told the story of the creation of the world in 442 words, less than half the number I have used in this chapter. There is a masterpiece of brevity. That will wrap it up for business. This show is a proud member of the techpodcast.com network.
Find out more about this and other shows at www.techpodcast.com. Techpodcast.com. If it's tech, it's here. Now, as for technology, I was planning on reading your comments about what you think about Microsoft blasting Google over this copyright matter, but I found something has Windows Vista been cracked. Now, in a couple days from now, Brian Livingston, who publishes the Windows Secrets newsletter, will have posted details on how to extend the 30-day grace period a maximum of three times for 120 days. Now, this is actually very interesting. Windows can be activated indefinitely, and it doesn't even consi- doesn't even need an expert to do this. You could be a complete newbie. All you have to do is follow a couple simple little steps, and you could basically... You know how you get a trial period of Windows Vista for 30 days, and then after 30 days you have to purchase an activation key to activate Windows Vista and use it? Well, you can actually run a legal copy of Windows Vista without activation by using this simple little thing. This is actually prolonging the activation period, bumping it out 30 more days. And the funny thing is, it's actually included in... Vista is actually a part of modifying registry and changing a simple little number from 0 to 1 and rebooting the computer. It's basically that simple and you'll have activated Windows Vista for another 30 days. Now why would Microsoft have this little thing in the operating system? Well the reason according to Brian Livingston he says it is because of companies, of big business companies that own multiple computers and don't want to go through the hassle of activating each and every single one of them so you can do this little thing. Now, here's the neat thing. Spokesperson from Microsoft confirmed the feature and command on Friday. Yes, it can be run up to three times from the release media from Microsoft. And extending the grace period, the spokeswoman continued, is not a violation of the Vista End User License Agreement, the EULA. When Microsoft introduced product activation in 2001's Office XP and next used it in that year's Windows XP. Feature was toughened up for Vista, however, after the grace periods, non-activated PCs running Vista drop into what Microsoft calls reduced functionality mode. In reduced mode, users can only browse the web with Internet Explorer and then only for an hour before being forced to log in again. Some critics have argued that the new activation rules and reduced functionality combine to make what essentially a kill switch, a way for Microsoft to disable PCs running counterfeit copies of Vista. Microsoft has repeatedly rejected that characterization. And the funny thing is, this is actually perfectly legal. You could do this. Now, you don't want to go out and uh, start giving it to your friends and all this sort of thing or telling them about it. Well, also, the news will get out either way. But this is sort of odd that Microsoft Windows Vista, when it was introduced, was the most secure version of Windows ever, more secure than Windows XP. Yet, some people have found this simple little thing to do 
to activate Windows, well, you know, activate, not going out and buying an activation number, but just bumping the due date out 30 days. Which basically then kills the incentive for actually wanting to buy the product. If you can just bump it out 30 days every 30 days, or bump it out indefinitely. Now, I will link to Brian Livingston's article when it comes out. This is something that is very new. In a couple days from now, he's actually going to have some more information and he will publish an article on it on the Windows Secrets website. And, well, what do you think about this issue? I would like your ideas and what you think about this, good, bad, or otherwise. You think it's a good thing for Microsoft Windows Vista to be letting this happen, or do you think something should be done about it? Use our toll-free line. That's what it's here for. It's here for you. Call 1-866-TMP-2860 or email me taylor at taylormerrick.com or the contact form located on taylormerrick.com. Simply click on the Contact Me button. And that will basically wrap it up for technology. I would like to thank you for listening to episode 23 in the Taylor Merrick Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, toll-free number 1-866-TMP-2860. If you'd like to use the forums or the chat room, they are open at any time for you to use. My name is Taylor Merrick, and I will see you next week.